three, go. Ah, uh, yeah! Good afternoon, good evening, good night, whatever it is. I don't know. Whatever you're listening, good good to you. This is Rachel. Welcome to my so-called mess. And I can't even say it. Welcome to my so-called mess. And welcome, Eddie. Eddie, how are you? How the hell are you? I'm good. What's going on? Oh, just computer issues. Mm. Fixing computers. Savvy was sick yesterday, so she stayed home from school. Uh, uh, you know, yeah, normal, and you were on me stuff. They were home Monday too, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Unusual week, I'd say. Did y'all Feel have like a the week is just just now starting for me? Gotcha. Yeah, that does make it hard when there are people running extra people. Not extra people, but you know what I mean. When you're used to a work routine, and then. Mm-hmm. You have to take care of your kids. Is Savi feeling better? I guess because she's at school. Oh, no, man. It's like, so there's this motto that they say at school. When you miss school, you miss, you out. miss out. Yep, I remember you know that. Oh, yeah, I taught at White Hat. Yeah, so I kind of feel like she's not feeling great. I was trying to urge, I was urging her to stay home, but, you know. She didn't want to miss out. So she's there. Yeah, I, I get that. We had like really good attendance when I was there because the principal, the new, the, there was a new principal that came from another county and that was his thing that he started. And he would say it every single morning and every afternoon. And I feel like a lot of kids yeah, did come to, to school work. sick. Yeah, except do you want, like, then it's the flip side. Like, then sick kids come to school. I think it's an incredibly American idea. Like, I mean, to just, like, no matter, like, rain or sleep nor snow nor shine or whatever. Yep. Like, you show up to work because work is life. Yep. That is true. And they need to know that. They need to know it early. Work is life, bros. Yep. There's nothing more important. There is not. Health isn't that important. It should be. I'm trying to make it be mine whatever that made no sense trying to make it be mine no i know what you mean it's just like yeah okay like it's an uphill battle though because i don't know man like structural change seems impossible yeah you know it's yeah i'm i'm trying but then i keep adding more things to my day too like ooh, i'm gonna get another part-time job Ooh, i'm gonna do this Ooh, let's start this but I take lots of breaks. Yeah, and I'm an entrepreneur, so I make my own hours. I don't have a boss man, and I don't take things that seriously. Same. Same, same, same. Although I might, like I said, do something part-time. Part of it's, I said this before, is to get out because I need to get my ass out doing stuff. But then again, I don't want to. Yeah. Who needs friends? Yeah. I have friends no, I online. Mean, I, could, I could make more money, too. Like, probably if I had the you miss school, you miss out mentality, I could. 
Oh, absolutely. If I was like hustling every day, like hustling, hustling, like mm-hmm. getting out there, dropping off mm-hmm. stuff, talking to the people, doing all the shit, I could yeah. probably make it a lot more money. I but I know what you're saying. Also, I can't take it with me. So why am I going to try and hustle and make? Well, it'd be nice to travel more. But oh man, we're we're getting existential. This is like this podcast <laughs> just got real. <laughs> Dirt. You guys thought this was going to be lighthearted, but this is like life. This is life I, lessons. It is, and I almost went into this whole like, oh, what am I doing with my life? That's what I was thinking this morning. I'm like, don't do it, Rachel. No one wants to hear your woes. <laughs> <laughs> but I realized <laughs> this is for everybody thinking about it. Have... it. It's like a month after my birthday, and I don't know about you, but like that month after date, I feel like the whole world should change for me. Oh wow. Whoa. You don't have that? Like, suddenly all these new experiences are going to happen. And I got really, I, as I was, like, thinking yesterday, like, oh, you're in a funk. Um, I'm like, oh, you get this way every February around this time. Right. So, funk that. No, February sucks, man. It's always the coldest, like, bleakest month. Yeah. really have to, like. Push through February. You have to push through. You have to face some, like weather challenges and then you have to face some like eating body type stuff and i don't know it's it's not a great month no it's really not the, the best thing we did to improve our february was have a kid during like like having a kid be born in february uh, like, we're, plan- we're I, planning her birthday party and it's just fun it's like nice nice what do you do what kind of birthday party zombies fun when you said i just have to go back for a second you said add a kid i was thinking you had to like we're spilling some news and then i was like wait did oh, you no, reverse no. his vasectomy it was like real quick thinking <laughs> and then you said birthday party and i was like oh birthday party my brother like he keeps having kids he's like he's up to four now wow and he sent me some pictures of his littlest kid, like playing with these toys that I had got her for her birthday mm-hmm. uh, a few years ago, and I don't know, it it made me nostalgia pretty hard. But it's also like I'm done with that. <laughs> like I don't know, it was fun. I did it, or you know. Yeah, you're still doing it because you still have the kids. I mean, they're just not as young. Yeah, but they're not as starry eyed. Gotcha. It's all right. Melancholy. That's what February is all about. Yeah. Melancholy. At least, like, it finally got up to, like, 80-something again. Oh, yeah. So that made me laugh. I think it's going to get colder, but that made me a little happy um, because... You have your... You have your pool switch worked out? Do you have a pool? I do have a pool. I have a pool in my complex. Have I been to said pool in my complex? No. Can I tell you why I haven't been to my pool in my complex? Yeah. It's an embarrassing... You haven't told me, but you... Okay. It's an embarrassing reason, and this sheds a lot of light in my life of why I don't do things, like, because I get nervous. I'm not quite sure I remember how to open the gate. And I'm I'm short, and I can't reach over to get to the other side Mm -hmm. to open it. I feel like. That's funny. So, like, if I stand there long enough, will someone open the gate for me? I'm sure it's not as hard as I think it is because people do it all day long. 
Right. But I remember going like visit. Someone was visiting me, and mm-hmm. I, we were going to show them the pool. We who was I guess I'm a we now. Um, me and my many personalities, and I remember like leaning over and I couldn't quite get the like button up, and I was like, "Shit, is anyone looking?" You know, kind of thing, which is stupid. Who cares if someone's looking? If I'm struggling, someone should help me, right? But it. But yeah. Long story short, that has kept me from the pool. But I feel like I'm going to start. My goal is to start, even if I don't go in like a full ass bathing suit, is to start working by the pool. Maybe oh, like nice. there's a table outside of the pool. Maybe start there. Yeah. And like inch my way in mm-hmm. and start to watch. I feel like I need to watch people do the gate again. It is so silly. The things that like hold me back. No, I get that. Like we um we stayed in Austin at an Airbnb mm-hmm. and I was we were like the big selling point was the pool and it the the person who rented the place could not figure out how to open the pool like how to tell us to open the pool. Oh gosh. And it's just like they change it a lot and it's, it, they don't make it easy. Did they give you a little discount for not having a pool? No, they finally figured it out. Oh, okay. I think I asked somebody and then somebody just like opened it for me. Gotcha. I mean, also that's why I don't like to go to certain places in Austin because I don't like to back into spots. Oh. And you have to on you certain have to back streets. In? Mm-hmm. On like busy streets. I get all nervous. It's a very Texas thing to do. <laughs> we only oh, we only back it in here in Austin, Texas. It's you should, and these are you should anywhere I go, I notice how many people back into spots. Yeah, like in like the parking garage. Thing, right? It takes up space. I was in the parking garage yesterday. I was coming back from Sprouts. This is like the setup for a joke. No, not a at priest, all. Uh, rabbi, <laughs> and a sprout. Have you been to Sprouts? No, I don't know what that is. That's, oh, there's one. I don't know what that is. There's one like by Gwinnett, maybe Duluth. I don't know. I don't know what Duluth and Gwinnett actually are different or same. But it's a grocery store, kind of like a Whole Foodsy, but a little less expensive than Whole Foods. And they have a lot of their mm-hmm. own brands and stuff. It's really nice. I love it. But I was going to a different grocery store. Yesterday, I decided I always go to the same location of my grocery store. Let's try try a different one just for fun because there's so many of them. But on the way there, there was a Sprouts. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to turn around and just go there. And I spent like a shit ton more money than I normally do. And I bought stuff I don't need. But why was I telling you this story? I know. So... In my parking garage, it has like, you know, the, the, what are those called? Not windows, mirrors. So you could see around the corner of cars are coming around the like, yeah. I go slow because yeah, people don't. I've heard of mirrors. Yeah. So you can see like, because it's, they're, it's a very narrow parking garage. So when you're going around like the corner, you're, it's only really a one lane at that moment. So. Anyway, I was driving in, and this fucking big ass truck. I looked; there was no one coming, and this and this. I was about to go up, and this big ass truck didn't look and just came flying and almost hit me. Like just missed me. Wow. So then again, I'm like, that I don't want to leave my fucking like. I'll just stay home. That's not, that's not really why. But I'm just thinking about going for a nice long walk today. Although I hate walks. I don't hate. Oh, you hate walks. 
Well, here's my thing about walks, okay? If I have a destination, like I'm going to go to the coffee shop and get a drink and walk back. But like just I don't understand leisurely walks. I know people love them. Like just getting outside in the fresh air, feeling the breeze on their face. I know people absolutely love that. I don't understand not having a destination. How do you know when to stop? How do you know when to turn around? Um, yeah, it takes practice. Like the more you do it, the better you get at it. And then you get like your walks that you do, you know, you have your, your routes that you take. It's like runs. I don't know. Do you, when it gets warmer, do you start running outside more? Dude, I hate running outside. I feel like that's, I hate running still. And I've been running for more than a year now, but running outside makes it even worse oh, okay but so, you, i think a lot of people will just get a dog like if they want to start taking walks they're like you know what i'm just gonna get a dog i thought about that i've thought about that a few times which like in theory like i'll have a companion i can go out and meet people go to the dog park do stuff but then like what about when your dog has a stomach ache and needs to go out at like three o'clock in the morning yeah no yeah yeah Right? Not a fan. <laughs> Not a fan of that. <laughs> no. And like a cat, I could still put a cat on a leash and be the weird one that takes my cat on walks. Mm-hmm. Not that it's, not that people, well, it's just cats don't like leashes. But like, yeah, I think about that. You know, like, do I just let the dog poop in the house if it's having a stomach ache and then deal with it later because I don't want to go outside at three o'clock in the morning? You know? But yeah, that's, so that, oh, yeah, those, those are my, that, but I have thought like, having a dog would give me like I said, give me companionship and then but then when i you know if i travel what do i do with the dog such problems i feel like yeah, i'm complaining dogs, a lot today <laughs> well dogs are like very needy and i think if you're a, so have you ever had like a significant other that you felt you had to take care of yes <laughs> fucking annoying and it's fucking annoying and then that's what a dog is. Yes. I like them. Like, that's why I kind of like, like, babysitting my friend's dogs. Because right. you can give them back. But, yeah, that's why also I love, I think cats are the coolest because they like you when they like you. <laughs> yeah, they're very aloof to the mm-hmm. whole living with situation. Yeah. They're not the greatest roommates, though. I don't know. I mean, I typically like cats, but... But not the cats you not have right now. Cats. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Not coming around to these cats. One of them started peeing in the um, the kitchen sink. <gasps> I took a video of it. I'll send it to you. Oh my goodness! That's totally di- that cat knows what it's doing. It's a. You think it's a dominance thing? Yeah. <laughs> it's mad at you for something I want to pee here I'm better than you dude I don't have to go outside or use a fucking litter box fuck that shit who do you think I am peeing in a crate I'm going to pee on your dishes has he yeah. have, have, has the cat peed on the dishes or it's only when it's empty dish sink well so I didn't see it I took a video of him peeing one time in the sink and it was an empty sink but Metal Art told me that he peed in my um, 
Mm. I had a, <laughs> somebody had a bowl of cereal that they were done with and it was in there. Mm-hmm. And then um, she, he peed on that. It was done. Mm. Hmm. I see. So what else has been going on with you? Anything exciting? Um, Did you go out for Mardi Gras? No, I didn't even know about Mardi Gras. But Meg asked me to ask you, is Mardi Gras the same time every year? Like the same exact day? Yeah, I mean, not in the way that your dad answers that question. No, (laughs) No, it's not because... Because Easter changes, right? Like Easter, Easter's not the same Sunday every month, every year. Oh, so it doesn't do Easter. Yes, because it's, so Mardi Gras is the beginning of Lent. So isn't, I believe Lent is 40 days. Is that right? 40 days, half Lent. I I don't know. I believe Lent is 40 days. So it's 40 days, so... But the beginning of Mardi Gras starts way before, like, Fat Tuesday. Like, parade started a while back um, to get you ready. Oh, I see. Um, it's, it's, like, for a few weeks. And then they build up and have more and more. But, yeah, so it's 40 days before Lent is when Fat Tuesday is. And it ends right at midnight. So, like, at midnight, the streets are cleared, cleaned mm-hmm. up completely. Because today, oh, it's Ash... It's Ash Wednesday today, right? Oh, and and a good Ash Wednesday to you. I don't know. I'm not very Catholic. Like when we did church, we were all over the place. Oh, like what you kind know? of churches you went to? Yeah, Catholicism was just a stop along the the smorgasbord of Christianity that we gotcha. consumed. Yes, it's Ash Wednesday today. So it's Lent and then Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday starts Lent. And then it's 40 days until you can do things again. You have to give something up. I refuse. I'm giving up the whole idea. So, yes, but it's kind of cool to see, like, the streets, like, you know, it's crazy. And they bring in these, you know, like, New Orleans, like, can look pretty dirty at times, you know? They don't have, they, yeah. you know, after a storm, it looks kind of gross and things are left out. Fucking Mardi Gras, they got it down to a science. They have these big trucks that come and sweep all the beads and garbage up and it's like clean, clean. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy. Mm, but, um, so yes, it's not the same day. It depends on, and I don't know how they know how Easter date changes. Cause I, I, I don't know. Oh, I guess because it ha- does Easter have to be a Sunday? Is that why? Because it's the Lord's Day? I don't know. Oh, maybe. I do not know. Um, but it's a fun, It's it's. it was really fun living in New Orleans for four years for Mardi Gras. I must say. I had lots I, of Yeah, I bet. I had lots of beads, but I always tell people if they've never been to New Orleans... Like, don't make Mardi mm-hmm. Gras your first experience. Oh, okay. Because there's always something going on, going on. There's always, like, some kind of parade going on, and you'll hear music and people dancing down the streets and, like, all kinds of shit, and always good food and all that. But during Mardi Gras, like, it's harder to get around. It's a lot of out-of-towners. It's really crowded. It's going to be really expensive. 
if you have to run in and use a bathroom during Mardi Gras, it's like impossible. You have to buy a drink everywhere. You know, all that kind of stuff. Oh, right. Like, shut up already. Mm-hmm. And then, like, there's a lot of, like, drunk college kids. Like, you know, I'm sure I made Mardi Gras lots of fun for families. <laughs> uh, I mean, speaking of all that noise, minus the drunk college kids, perhaps, but maybe not. Um, last, so, man, we went without internet this weekend, which is kind of annoying, mm. but, um, I ended up ordering Disney tickets over the weekend. Oh. So we're going to, we're going to do the whole Disney thing. Are you, are you excited? I'm excited. Yeah. Like, honestly, the worst part about it was just like, you know, ordering them. Are you doing and you Disney like, and Universal? No, just or Epcot um, or whatever Animal it is. Kingdom, Magic Kingdom. Uh, Animal Kingdom, you said? Yeah, I've never been to the Animal Kingdom, so that's like on the top of my list of things. Mm. Is it like a zoo? Yeah, apparently it's like one of the best zoos in America, like mm. rivaling the San Diego Zoo. I didn't know that San Diego had a great zoo. A San Diego zoo? That's, man, legend. That's what? legend. Really? But anyway, like, so it was pretty hard to book the tickets because it was all very expensive. Mm. But now that it's booked, I feel really good about it. I'm just like, oh, this is cool because it's like now all we have to do is show up. And then, you know, the experience kind of. Did you tell the kids does. already or are you doing like a surprise? We're on the way to Disney. Yeah, I told them about it. They're not excited because I don't think that they know what it is, really. Oh, gotcha. They don't really get it. Like, they've had friends that have gone there, but they're very good at just ignoring that type of shit. And they're like, I don't know, like, uh, last year we went to uh, the Atlantic Ocean. Mm -hmm. And we were, like, walking across this boardwalk to get out. You know, it was, like, kind of across, like, a... A marshy boggy area mm -hmm. and there were like kind of crabs running in the tall grass and my littlest kid was like oh this is so cool kind of like you know this is so cool whatever but she thought that was what the beach was mm. and she just didn't know and then when we got to the actual ocean you could just see like this dawning of like realization of oh man this world is so big, you know? That's awesome. So I kind of feel like that's what's going to happen when they get to Disney World. They're going to be like, oh, this is what people have been talking about. I have a stupid question about Disney. Yeah. Is Magic Kingdom like the actual Disney? Well, are you from California? Like, what is going on here? <laughs> like, do you not? Have you ever been? I went to Disney. Like, most, most... I went to Disney. Is that the Magic Kingdom? Is it called Disney the Magic um, Kingdom? I thought it was called Disney, Disney World. All right. Yeah, so I know some people from California who are just as ignorant about it as you are. <laughs> because in California, there's this small theme park called Disneyland. Yes. And it, pre it predates Disney World. So uh, Walt Disney opened that theme park first and then he needed like a lot of land and can't get that in california so he bought like basically all of orlando okay and turned it into turned it into multiple theme parks 
resorts, um, malls, restaurants. Um, it's all like custom lakes and roads and stuff. Okay. And that area is known as Disney World. So it's like five theme parks, um, like a downtown area. It's crazy. It's craziness. So Mickey Mouse lives in Magic Kingdom. Magic, okay, yeah. The um, Disney World, Dis- the Magic Kingdom is like Disneyland. Okay, much. okay. That helps. And that's where you can have breakfast with the princesses. I think so, yeah. Uh, Cinderella's Castle is there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, yes, I went to Disney once. I went to, to I guess, Magic Kingdom. And Epcot? Mm-hmm. Is Epcot still a thing? Yeah, Epcot's still a thing. Okay. So that's where I like I, Epcot. That I went there. But I think why I like block it out so much, I don't like things in costumes. They scare me. Oh right. So right. um I like rides, like some rides. I remember Space Mountain, was that Disney? Space Mountain? Something like yeah. that? You're inside? Ma- Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't just call it Disney? Uh, you can call it Disney. Okay. Yeah. So when I remember we were little, uh, like the, um, the magic kingdom. I, I mean, when we were little, like Epcot was not what it is now and everything is different. Right. Like, that's what I'm Right. About. But I think what scared me was like all these things in costumes kept coming up to, they come up to you, right? Cause they're supposed to. And I think like mm-hmm. that scared me. And I've had like friends ask me if I want to go with like an adult group, but, mm-hmm. um, I don't like my fear of um, of costumey things to hold other people back. Oh, I see. Yeah. So I think I just ignore that those things exist sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I yeah, don't want to. People obviously have fun with it. No, I get it. You don't right. want to like ruin it for someone who would actually appreciate it. Correct. Correct. So I just pretend it doesn't exist. Well, I do that with lots of things. But I also yeah, know people. I, um, I, I wouldn't know how to handle that fear of things in costumes because there's a lot of that. Yes, there is. But, yeah, I hope my kids don't have that. I see. hope they don't either because we have a lot, I have a lot of similar things with your kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. they have seen they have seen Chuck E. Cheese. Okay, and they thought he was creepy. They thought he was creepy. Chuck E. Cheese is creepy. They were right about that. Yes, he is pretty creepy. Yeah, we. I used to have to go to Chuck E. Cheese with my students a lot. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you know, like you'd go and sit by the pe- You know, like the kids, my students would be like on the machines or whatever the games playing and doing all the shit. So like as the teachers and the people who had to oversee it, there was always had to be somebody in the seating area. Like, so if people wanted to come and rest, you know, and, and sit or were overstimulated that they had an, a, an adult yeah. or two there and just to watch everybody. And gosh, every time fucking Chuck E. Cheese would come out and I was on duty there. Oh my God. I was like, because they would want to come over like, you know, to the table, you know, mm-hmm. and I would just be like, and I, and I had to pretend like it didn't bother me. It was really hard. Um, I didn't want to be the weirdo. Yeah, Chuck E. Cheese. Well, Chuck E. Cheese is the weirdo. The whole thing is weird. 
The one thing they do good at Chuck, they do a good job of at Chuck E. Cheese, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe it's different now, but, you know, like, we would go with a lot of students. Not, like, a lot. Like, I only had, like, six kids in my class, maybe eight. Um, but, but sometimes we'd have, like, three classes, you know? But they checked, even like, every student had to get checked with... Um, their code, like their little marker on their arm, that little, but you couldn't like see it. So you couldn't like, someone couldn't fake it and put a fake mark on you. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Does that make oh, any yeah. sense? Like, no, like black light tattoo. Yes. Like yes. I was always yeah. impressed by that. And that like someone was standing there because our kid, we had some runners, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. Oh my gosh, I applied for a couple like substitute teaching like companies instead of like through the county, but like through private companies. And I I started the application for one and then I figured out it was going to be like under $15 an hour. Yeah, we don't pay those people that much. So I didn't do it. I have another one I might do, but that one's for like Montessori school. So I feel like if it's like different it's not in public school but because like, i miss my little montessori kids i'm like oh can i do montessori pre preschool subbing i love that i love my little pre-k my little preschoolers yeah i don't know if i could work with preschoolers they seem pretty annoying they are and sometimes it gets really loud but you know you can just be loud and goofy back the worst part about it is the bathroom because they all yeah. like they have just they stand in line and like just pee one after another and there's always like pee all over and someone pees on somebody else. Blech. But the rest of it's super cute. Um, um I keep forgetting what I'm gonna say. Um wow, something is wrong with me. So this Saturday, FYI, if y'all are free, if you want something fun to do. Saturday afternoon at like 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. What am I? Central. There's We're having our Dirty Talk sexting workshop online. It's only an hour. An hour. And you'll leave like feeling confident with your Dirty Talk. How fun mm, does that sound? That I know. That does, doesn't that sound fun? Um, we just mm-hmm. we finished up the slides. We're ready to go. It's, um, and, and if you go on Patreon and look up the pleasureologists, we have a special discount going on right now for the event. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Do you have to use an offer code? You do. We gave you an offer code. If you go on Patreon and check us out, you get the offer code. All you have to do is check out the pleasureologists on Patreon and you can get our offer code. And then you go to Eventbrite and sign up. That may be a lot of steps for some people. I mean, for me, like I get like, oh, there's too many steps. I get it. But. It's an hour, and, like, who doesn't want to fucking dirty talk better? I feel more confident. I mean, I guess some people, but they're silly. <laughs> right? Yeah, that sounds silly. Yes. So it'll be fun. And the slides are really good. I'm getting really good at making slideshows. I must say. What do you use to make slideshows? Do you have, like, Google Slides or whatever? I use Canva. Oh, Canva. Mm-hmm. Are I, you a certified registered Canva user? No, but I am a pro. I bought the, I did, I did oh, the wow. pro. 
No, no, that's nothing. I just I have Canva Pro. <laughs> I'm not like oh, I'm not an actual oh, certified. Yeah, because um, a lot of like if you need a lot of logo work or like you have a branding kit of specific colors, some of the stuff you can't get not in Pro. So I decide fuck it. I have Pro, and then every month I'm like, why do I do this? I'm gonna I'm gonna cancel it this month, and then I never do. Because I'm like, oh, but I use this font, and that's pro. Oh, I liked this. And yeah. Then, you know? I used Canva a while back when I was on the Arts Council. Like, mm-hmm. because it's just, it's like a super fast way to make, like, infographics or, you know, like, banners or flyers for, like, an event, you know? And if you're doing a bunch of events, you don't want to have to keep thinking about designing them. And right. then I just, I just started noticing, like, everyone using canva templates and i'm just like oh that's a canva template like i see i saw a canva template on a billboard dude like somebody like started on canva made their little um their graphic or whatever and then they had it blown up and put on a billboard in town i'm like that's that's ghetto like you gotta you gotta be better than just using a template on a billboard right yeah I agree, but <laughs> it's fun to, but like I, and I have to say this, like, um, I get really, fr- I get it frustrated easily on Canva. Cause like, I feel like sometimes like as soon as you finally like get these little nuances about it, then like you mess up the thing or like, I feel like I get just like, it won't move exactly where I want. So I'm easily frustrated. Right. So then I have to go like breathe or like masturbate after, like, to let it all out. Nice. No, you gotta <laughs> self care. Right? It is self care. Um and it's yeah. Um but yes, I'm not a can I'm not actually like a certified Canva pro. I haven't like created designs that people use. Because I'm yeah, I'm not right. that fancy. But uh, I think it's it's good because it elevates the quality of the banners that I'm looking at. So I like that. Yeah, good. Because I, you know, my life, I'm just looking at banners that people make on Canva. (laughs) And I like that, like, there's already cool stuff done for me. I don't have to read, like, anything about, like, not reinventing the wheel is, like, the best thing in the world, you know? Oh, totally. Because I don't get, like, I'm going to make this from scratch. Why? So now we've learned, like, when we were first doing workshops together for the pleasurologists, Charmaine and I would create a full new slideshow with like, what font do we want to use? Let's check out different like slide presentations. And now we're like, you know what? Now we use the same slide, um, like the same presentation, not the same thing, but like, so for branding wise, we're always using the same font. All our our slides have the same look to them, the same colors. So then we can just like pop things mm-hmm. in and out. So you change it for each one you're using, but it looks very much like united. Like you know what, who, what we look like, what we represent right away. Right. So I have to say it was pretty fucking cool that we, that we figured that out. Because you know how long it took to just like pick a presentation that you like, like a format? Would take me, it could take me oh, like five yeah, days. That <laughs> could take forever. Yes, and then fucking forget about the font. Oh my God. So now we just... You know, it's like Amer- American Psycho or something. Have you seen that movie? It's been a long time. 
there's like a scene where he's like obsessing over the the color of his car. It's like it's bone white. Oh. And talks about the font. Yes, I could do that for days and days and days, and then I pick a font, and I'm like, no, let me just check five more. Then I forget which one I just liked. Yeah. Do you have? No, it's time consuming. Do you have Apple TV? No, I don't. Isn't it expensive? I thought it was like a couple hundred. It's like way more than all the other packages. It's like $7 a month. Oh, really? That's mm-hmm. not bad. No, if you just get the basic one. I have it free for a few months. Um, but, okay, so you can't watch it. There's a movie called Sharper on right now. Mm-hmm. or Sharp with like Julianne Moore is one of the lead characters. I just love her. But it's a fun like. What do, you, it's a, what do you call that? When a, when a movie has, like, twists and turns? What kind of movie is that? Is that it's not like a... It's not really a thriller? A mystery? Oh, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, M. Night Shyamalani? No, it's not scary. So, like, each character has their own story. <laughs> like, it's set up where, like, you find out things are intertwined, but it's like, let's say there was a character named Tom, which there is... It would start with Tom, and it would say Tom, and then tell his story. I mean, and it would say the next person's oh, right. story. Yeah, you know, I think um, Night on Earth popularized that. It was a, what's that guy's name who did that movie? That sounds familiar. It's a, it's a famous director, and I think that style is named after the director. Though. Mm, I should know, th- I, you know, back in my film days, you I know, would like, know that. Like the Rashomon style mm-hmm. episode, it's I, like that, but it's kind of. Anyway, it's really I enjoyed it. I cool. enjoyed it. I don't know why I'm singing that. Um, I just I my brain like I'm playing with my fingernail because there's like a little cut. And this is really exciting news for ever everybody. You know, you have like almost like a little hangnail on your fingernail. No, I don't. There's like a little like, it's like my fingernail got a little bit long and I have like one little piece missing. And every time I go to say Mm -hmm. something, I get like sidetracked because I I touch it again. And then I forget what the fuck I'm talking about because that totally fucking takes over my entire world. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. But and then because then I'm like, do I just cut my fingernail? And then again, my brain is done. Um, we do have, by the way, totally back to the pleasure. I'll just, we have our blowjob class coming up. I need to start practicing on my dildo because we actually like are going to show techniques and you know what I'm really not good at? What are you really not good at? Slipping a condom on with your mouth. Oh, how important is that? It can make, like, the idea of condom use more fun, you know, and, like, bring it, like, make, like, sexual health spicier. I need a better word than Mm -hmm. spicy. What's a better better word than spicy? Like, when you think about, like, spiciness. I don't know. Make it, it can make it more hot, Hot. you know, hot. Yes, like, someone watch, and then they watch you, like, tonguing it and, like, a little bit down, you know, it can be exciting. And make condom use exciting. Yeah, but, yeah, and I guess it lets them know that you're into condoms. Yeah. So, but I, I, I'm not good at it. Um. So I need to, I need to go buy some condoms and practice that. 
totally. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not laughing at this person or the situation, but you know, like I get all the time these messages from like people asking sex questions or dating questions, which I love. Please keep sending them. I absolutely love them. But there's this, I tend every few months I get, and it used to be the same guy and he would like try again, you know, to ask me questions and he would never change his profile. He'd, but he'd like, uh, you know, like delete the last message a month or two later, he'd message me back saying, can I ask you a question? Absolutely. That's what I'm here. You know, I will help you. If, and then if it's more than just a quick question, I'll, we'll talk about coaching. And his thing is always like, you know, he's so big, he can't fit in his pants is what he finally gets to. He can't, he can't find pants and underwear to wear. And then like, I kept having this slew of men who, once you start talking to them and they start talking about like, I'm having problems, you know, some issues in bed and it's always, I'm too big. And, you know, just percentage wise, that's probably not the case, right? Because percentage wise, how many men are super gigantic and their dick comes down, their penis comes down past their knees flaccid? Right. You know? So like, I'm like, dude, so, you know, I would let it go for a little bit. And then I was like, you know what? This is a coaching call. Or, you know, you asked this last month. And so many of them have stopped. So, oh, I, okay. So, like, some of them will try. And then, you know, you get new ones. Maybe it's the same person. And they, they try and go about it differently. So then, and they always want to show you. Like, here, can I show you so you can help me? I'm like, that's not what I do. Yeah, I don't need to. I can help you without seeing your penis. Like, it's not going to help. This, it's not going to help your coaching. It's not going to help your situation if I see it or don't see it. Um, and so I had this person, this guy asked me about saying he was having trouble, like was asking me about what condoms he should try because he didn't, you know, was having trouble fight, buying condoms. Is there one that I recommend? So mm-hmm. I recommended a brand called B condoms because it's one, it's a, this guy from Atlanta started it. And, um, they're vegan, blah, blah, blah. But he does these great ads about like, you know, when guys say they're too big, like he's showing how they don't rip and all the things that they could stretch over. And he just does really great ads and really great ads about sexual health, but also about sex, like just cool stuff on his Instagram. And, and again, he's a local, good looking Atlanta guy. So of course we're getting married. Um, <laughs> so anyway, this guy, so he's like, okay, I'll try him, I'll try him. And I was so surprised because for the first time, he did not say, this was not somebody saying that he was too big to fit in condoms. Oh, well, in- how relieving. Instead, instead, he um, said he had to buy, like, finally had to come up with that he needs snug fit, that he's super, like, he's small and that's caused a lot of problems, which I'm sure does, right? Like, if that's the, if that's your thing, I'm sure, you know, like, growing up and having a smaller size penis and like all those things could be hard like psychologically just like women have body issues so we were talking through it a little bit and I was like hey if you're you know interested in coaching and he's like I'm working on myself blah blah, blah. so he was asking questions about coaching and he's like you know what for context I think I need to show you why oh. yeah <laughs> I was so excited that like I finally got someone like who really wanted to have this discussion, but no. And then I'm like, no. And then, so I explained why. And then again, he's like, but 
I really think it would help if we work together, you know, or whatever, if you see it. So, no, I'm not going to look at your yeah. penis, guys. Um, I also I don't look at them when you send them to me on Instagram and it's fuzzed over or you send me videos. I just don't. But thanks for trying. I think there is a fetish, right? Yeah. But that's what, that's not what you're about. You're not about that fetish. No. I have my own fetishes and things I like and like kinks, all that, like we all do. But um, I, like I've said before, I believe I am like monogamously slutty. Mm. Yeah. So I don't think I yeah, could ever be like that. in a thruple or in an open relationship. Also, that's too many people I got. I don't like enough people. Like, I can't imagine having, like, more than one person I have to be nice to. Or get to be nice to, I should say. You know? And, like, and I could get jealous, too. But that would be hard for me. But I do like a companionship of one person. But I also don't want to see them all the time. So, like, but I like doing, like, what traditionally would be called, like, slutty behavior. Nice. So... And I well love, said. yeah, and I love sexting and dirty talk. So this class is going to be so much fun. So does Charmaine. Charmaine, by the way, if you're like, why are we good at that? Why are you two doing this? Like, how are you better than anyone else about dirty talk and sexting? First of all, I'm a pro just because I work at it. I practice a lot. But also Charmaine or AC Charmaine has also been a sex phone operator and worked for a sex texting company for years. So we have like a pro pro. Oh, that's that's um, that's what you want to see on a resume, right? Right. Years of experience. Yep. So we got real, a, we real world experience. We got real world experience behind this, and you know I've studied this for years. I've practiced. That's my thing. Read about it, practiced, tried out different things, and became. It's like I got my master's in dirty talk and sexting through my knowledge and my own study. There's no there's no actual mm-hmm. masters, but I would have it. Maybe even a PhD. Wow. Yes, I just spilled drink all over my fucking self. That got so excited oh, about that. Um, so, yeah, so that's really exciting. We have a pro. Um, so, but but I know now I'm like, I said, ask me your question. So please still send your sex and dating questions. You can do it on my so-called mess. You can send it to Fig Life Coaching. You can also go to The Pleasurologist. So many places to send your sex and dating questions. Join us on Saturday. Check out our other classes coming up, like our blowjob class. We have a Lepamy Kate class. I've, we have another self-pleasure class coming up. So many good things. And we hopefully have our courses up soon for sale. So if those dates don't work, you'll be able to watch our videos of us doing the classes. So you can mm-hmm. join them for, you know, at your own pace, at your own time. And check out Patreon because you will have a discount ready for you. Just check it out, the Pleasurologists. If you're not sure about the spelling, DM me and I'll send it to you. How about that? Sounds good. What else you got? Anything else exciting you wanted to share before we piece the fuck out? Um, no, I might. We might have some new podcasts available on AthensPublic.com, but nothing, nothing to talk about yet. Maybe some more coming soon. Cool. Well, I'm excited to hear more about that. Yeah, me too. So, y'all, I am going to try an outro, and y'all, peace out. Have a great day. Oh, yeah.